Happy July 1st, everybody. We are officially six months over with the year. I can't believe where the time has gone. Uh, hopefully you guys have some fun plans for July 4th that is coming up in just a few days. And I am back with another episode. If this is your first time ever hearing this, uh, welcome to The Business Of. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis, host of the show and also owner of NPL Consulting LLC. Uh, NPL Consulting LLC is a business formation firm where I help you get your business paperwork together. Things like registration, trademarks, contracts, etc., all that. I'm a licensed attorney with a passion for helping entrepreneurs achieve their dreams. You can find everything I do at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. And my contact info is also in the show notes. Uh, now, the purpose of this show, The Business Of, this is, uh, I do this about two times a month, and every episode I interview a different entrepreneur in a different field, and I ask them about the behind-the-scenes info of what it takes to make their business sustainable, what keeps them going, and also provide inspiration for you guys. And the point of the podcast is twofold. One, to give you inspiration to follow your dreams, and two, to let you know that it don't matter what your business is, there are still some things that everybody has to take care of all right um so now we're going to move on to our guest thrift store shopping is a popular way to get high-end unique pieces at a reasonable price as we become a more environmentally conscious society sustainable fashion is becoming a popular movement and thrift stores are a great way to facilitate it if you are unfamiliar with the sustainable fashion, fashion movement, it's a movement and process of fostering change to fashion products and the fashion system towards greater ecological integrity and social justice. That was what I found on Wikipedia. Basically, that's a fancy way of saying they're trying to make fashion more environmentally conscious. So when you have fast fashion brands like Fashion Nova and Forever 21 and Zara and things like that, they make those clothes in ways that aren't necessarily uh, you know, beneficial to our our environment. And now there's this movement in fashion to, you know, make sure that your fashion isn't hurting the environment. Um, so yeah, so designers are looking to become sustainable and some countries are even passing legislation on how to dispose of unsold fashion pieces. That's where Anna Sanders comes in. She is the founder of The Thrift Crawl, a traveling event where thrift stores and consignment shops come together in one place for your thrifting pleasure. During our chat, we talked about her event planning roots doing campus programming at George Mason University, why patience is your biggest asset as an event planner, and how the thrift crawl was born out of a desire to bring her love of thrifting to everyone. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. So thank you, Anna, for taking the time out. I know, like, we've had to reschedule, but we did it! Yay! Life. Life. <laughs> we did Say it. hello to everybody out there in podcast land. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. <laughs> and everybody, um, I met the beautiful Anna for the first time at the K. Rousseau Fashion Show. If you remember, I interviewed K. Rousseau about their clothing line, and then they introduced yes. Anna, and I wanted to find out about her chore- choreography and event planning skills. So you are the founder of the Thrift Crawl, Anna, right? I am, yes. Okay, so so can you talk to us about that? Yes, I can talk about my baby, of course. (laughs) So um, I love to thrift. I'm an avid thrifter. And when I moved to D.C., you know, I kind of had a hard time finding thrift stores and thrift spots. Um, So I first discovered 
um, Star Second Story, which is actually a Black-owned thrift store on Georgia Ave. And I fell in love. And the initial idea was to have like a Black-owned thrift crawl. So like hopefully find more Black-owned thrift uh, businesses. But unfortunately, that didn't quite pan out. So it just kind of grew into a thrift crawl with all types of um, thrift stores and consignment stops consignment shops um, all over DC and yeah we had our first one in April and it was it was a success I'll say and we're growing we're going to Richmond next and then New York after that and Miami okay I'll see you branching out okay branching out but yeah I mean I'm just I am truly just having fun doing all of this you know, it's nice to get off from work and have like this little passion project to be able to work on. So, yeah. Awesome. So the thrift crawl that came out of because I was introduced to you as a choreographer and event planner, right? So how did you get into event planning? Um, first, let me just say I'm not oh. a choreographer. <laughs> oh, okay. um, so he did say that at the fashion show, but I do not claim to be a choreographer at all because that's just not. <laughs> no, um, but I, I just help um models like and like walk and show and like for timing and that sort of thing um okay. and then i'm sorry what was your original question um how did event planning how did you get into event planning oh um i was in college so um i graduated from george mason um in 2016 and i was a part of an organization that did all of the on-campus programming and eventually off-campus so like homecoming concerts student activities, things like that, like we handled. And I think that's where I really kind of grew to love event planning. And then after I graduated, I interned with the wedding planning business and I loved that. Planning is like a whole different world of event planning. Um, and I did part-time management with a production company and um, I kind of like traveled all around the event planning world and I landed here and now I'm doing my own thing, which is really nice because I picked up a lot of great gems and nuggets along the way, nuggets of wisdom. So I'm really able to apply that to my projects now, which is what I'm most excited about. Awesome. So the crux of this podcast, it's not just, it's two parts. It's to inspire, you know, budding entrepreneurs, people with business ideas to, you know, give them examples of people who are out there doing it. It's also to remind people that, doesn't matter if it's your dream business or a passion project. If it's if it's business, there are still you know certain business things that have to be taken care of. And what would you say is one the the most common issue that you have to deal with, and two the most like uh, challenging? Hmm. Each one in the same, but yeah. um, for me, I think it's more of like an internal. That I deal with, I just want to make sure that, like, when working with clients um, for the wedding planning and for with the production company, I just want to make sure I understand the client's vision and that I'm able to bring it to life. So, you know, kind of hard um, challenges. Um, yeah, I would say for me personally, I just want to make sure that I understand and hear the client and I'm able to really make a vision come to life. So, I think I'm kind of hard on myself in that regard. Like, I just want them to love the whatever event we create for them or experience or whatever. Um, 
And then I would also say just trying to remain innovative, you know, because there's a lot of events out there and um, people have a lot of great ideas and just kind of keeping up with what's happening in the industry and bringing your own um, sort of style and uh, work ethic to the table. Okay. So you work a lot in, in bringing people's vision to life. So that requires a lot of customer service skills. How do you, um, you know, manage that when sometimes, you know, maybe you have a difficult client? Yeah. Um, I've been told, and I, I don't even really see this for myself, but I've been told that I'm incredibly patient, which I think that in this business, you, you have to be because like they always say, customer service, the customer's always right. Um, so I think you have to be very patient, but I think you also have to be able to talk to people in a way and like, sort of like, say they come with one idea and you like, know it's bad, but like you talk to them in a way that kind of puts like a seed in their head and then like, they kind of come to it and they like, think it was their idea, but like you kind of planted it. So I think <laughs> with event planning, um, you have to kind of make it seem like it's their idea yeah, <laughs> a little bit, but like, they can't really see your hands guiding them. Like um that's definitely a little bit of a challenge at times um yeah okay but i mean in those challenges you know you're you're you're, you're still doing this. this is going to be your second thrift crawl you've been doing event planning for a while you've done so many different areas of event planning um what how would you say that being in this industry has made you better in business and just you know um improved you overall well i mean for one working with so many different people is a blessing because I'm able to then be able to com communicate with all different types of people in types of situations. Um, and it's really, I think one of the biggest skills that event planners have is like A, being able to juggle everything and B, you have to be calm under pressure and you have to be able to think on your toes. So, um, you know, I think that I've been able to grow in that regard. You can't let things phase you obviously like the client can't, if there's an issue happening behind the scenes, clients can't see that it's your job. So make sure that they don't see that. So you have to make sure that like, you have like one face that's facing the client, one face that's handling things um, behind the scenes. So you're multifaceted in that sense. Um, but yeah, no, I think that I've definitely grown to have a lot more patience, which like I said, you have to have when handling clients and um, vendors and things of that nature. And I think at the end of the day, it's, I am very passionate about this, you know, like it's not really work for me. It's something that I really enjoy doing. So I think when you come from that type of place, um, you don't see things as challenging. You just, you're like, okay, well, we just have to get through it. You know, no matter what, we have to get through it. And um, yeah, that's really been able to, to sort of drive me throughout the years. Yeah. Awesome. That's so lovely. Um, so this is going to be, like you said, the second annual thrift crawl. Crawl. So what is your vision for the thrift crawl and for your event planning business in general? Like where do you see maybe five, 10, 20 years from now? Oh, um, I feel like I'm just trying to get to tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> in, 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 in your, you know, wildest fantasy, no holes barred, you know, yeah your vision for your you know, I feel like my vision's changed in the past maybe like year or so like I definitely used to want I felt like I knew I wanted to own my own business my own event company 
Um, but I don't really know if that's the direction I want to go in. You know, I think I would love to join a powerhouse event planning company. Like I would love to do um, Essence Fest and I would love to maybe even get on the BT Awards and, you know, help bring something to their table. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Even like a White House Correspondent Center. Like I love big events like that. And so if I get the opportunity to join forces with those um, companies that are kind of already in place and bring my own style, whatever, to the table. I, I kind of like that for right now. So even if it's just, I am like a consultant and I kind of go around to these different events mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of get um, my hand in a little bit of everything. Um, but like I said, I, I don't see myself right now moving in the direction of owning my own company or maybe if I do, I kind of keep it low key. Um, and really like selective with the clients that I took on. But with the surf crawl, I definitely, that's something that I see happening every year and eventually, you know, hitting all 50 states, um, different cities and different states. So that's that, right. Claim it. That I'm thinking, I'm thinking big. <laughs> Awesome. So you're really honed in on the thrift crawl. And I mean, niche, niche businesses are where it's at these days. It's like people want a business that is specifically catering to like that one thing that they need. So, you know, having, having your, your area in this area of thrifting, which is a big industry, particularly I, I've, I've been doing a lot of research on, you know, um, luxury goods and the waste that happens from that. And, yeah. like, you know, a lot of them ending up in just just different places because they're trying not to throw them away mm -hmm. so it's like if you're into thrifting and you do it right you know you can really you can make out yeah yeah and i think people are really um the sustainable movement is um i won't say starting i mean it's been around for a long time but i think people are really moving in the direction of sustainable living and when it comes to thrifting you know it just makes sense to, to recycle clothes and um, in terms of saving money for young adults, it's a really great, I mean, for anybody, it's a great alternative. Um, yeah. So what advice would you have for someone who wants to get into event planning or I, I won't say, you know, thrifting events because that is your realm, but what yeah. for anybody who wants to get into an event planning niche or event planning in general, what advice would you have for them? Um, I don't want to be cliche. I mean, network, there's tons of different um, businesses in not only the DMV area, but just in general. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge event production company. Um, it could just be like a small intimate company and we always need help. So whether it's, you know, an event planner needs help day of, there's such things as literally just day of wedding coordinators, you know? Um, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it seems a little daunting at first because you just have somebody randomly coming in on your wedding day, just coordinating everything. But that's kind of the direction people are moving in in order to save money. They plan the wedding by themselves and they just hire a day of coordinator. But um, so I would say, you know, find these local event planning companies who want to hire just like an assistant. Um, when you go to these events, kind of take note on who's behind the scenes, who's kind of running around and maybe approach them afterwards. I mean, um, I think people kind of, associate events with some of the more flashy like weddings and galas and not like things like that but events come in many 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 different shapes and sizes and types and so um, if you want to start out small maybe like a networking event or a social mixer you know like there's just there are many different types of events that you can get your foot in the door with so um yeah just ask people ask somebody approach somebody don't be afraid 
Okay. And what advice do you wish that you, what piece of information did you wish that you would have known before you decided to delve into all specifically? Oh man. Um, and I feel like a little more in general, just, you know, you might have a plan. Cause I think that when I was in college, especially and getting ready to graduate, I just felt like I had this plan for exactly what I wanted to do. And I needed to do this step and this step and this step. And um, I mean, along the way, I deviated from that path a little bit, but it, it's been, maybe it's not even a deviation. Like it's probably the path that I'm supposed to be in anyway, you know? So don't be so focused on what you feel like you should be doing and just focus on what feels natural um, and everything will, everything will fall in place in the end. Okay. And we've been talking so much about the thrift crawl. Tell everybody where it is, where they can get tickets, like everything. Let us know. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, a little shameless plug. Uh, so tickets go on sale in July, on July 5th. And we will be selling them through Eventbrite. The link will be on our Instagram page, on our website. Um, our Instagram is at the thrift crawl. I have like a little brain fart for a second. <laughs> at the thrift crawl. <laughs> And uh, we're on Facebook, we have an event and an actual page. We post tons and tons of updates. Um, interact with us if you follow us on social media. Don't be afraid to talk to us, drop a comment, drop a DM, whatever. Uh, we love all that stuff. Tag us in your thrifted pieces. Um, so we'll be headed to Richmond on August 24th. And we're actually, uh, we'll be announcing this this weekend, but just a little sneak peek. Um, we are going to charter a bus, maybe two, depending on the need, so that um, if folks from the Northern Virginia, D.C., Maryland area want to go down, maybe don't have transportation or just want to go with a group, uh, we'll be leaving from D.C. and taking a bus of people down to Richmond and shopping all day. And then after happy hour, the bus will come back up. So, um, oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I just thought of one question. So, yeah. because you you coordinate the, these events, you work with a lot of different vendors and business owners, which requires a lot of trust and agreement. Can you please impress the importance of contracts to the audience? <laughs> okay, you're literally gonna hate me so much, <laughs> but for this first thrift call and. Uh, in April, I did not use a single contract. <laughs> mm -hmm. However, going into the next one, because we are getting so much larger and we had such great revenue and things like that, um, there's a need for it now. So, um, 100%. Um, trust is trust is a beautiful thing, but at the end of the day, things happen, and you want to make sure you're covered. Period. Um, so we're actually in the process right now of developing contracts for thrift stores, developing contracts for um, the happy hour location, the pop-up location. Um, so yeah, like I said, you just, you have to make sure at the end of the day, you as the person who's responsible for whatever event is covered. And the only way you can do that is if you have something written down and both parties acknowledge it and sign it, date it, all that jazz. I love it. When you know better, you do better. And yeah. that, that's what I try to impress on people is like, yeah, you know, you may not have it in the beginning, but as you grow as a business, yeah. you know, you need to have all your I's dotted and yes. you're crossed. And if you're going to those different levels, you right. have to rise up with them. So. Yeah. Right. And something that is, you know, so many different pieces of vendors and venues and like 
all, all it like that's a lot to manage with yes. something being written down yes but a contract helps to kind of put all of that into one place mm -hmm. <laughs> and make sure different things are covered and um, make sure your blind spots are covered because everybody has them so yeah awesome. do yourself a favor you'll thank yourself later <laughs> <laughs> you see i'm not i'm not crazy y'all <laughs> no not, not at all. <laughs> all right. So I, yeah, we're good. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. I cannot thrift crawl tickets to come out. I'm gonna be right there. Get my piece. Yes. <laughs> but um, your information will be in the show notes so that everybody can reach you if they want you to plan an event for them or if they have more questions. Please, yes. If you're looking for more vendors or people to participate, you know, people can reach out. Um, but if you have any last words for the audience, please let let it go well of course come to the surf crawl we would love to see and have all of you there and you can get your i think the great thing about it being august is that you can get your fall wardrobe set if you just shop for one day so come on down um also yeah, if you follow me on instagram and you need an event planner for something i would be happy to help out if you need a recommendation for certain things um also happy to provide recommendations for a lot of people in the area who um, skill set is in something that I might not be as skilled in yet. So, um, but yeah, reach out. Let's chat. Let's uh, let's make some magic happen. Awesome! Thank you so much, Anna. Everybody, <laughs> Anna. Bye, everybody. Anna, everybody. everybody. <laughs> All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did and found some great gems that you can use for yourself. Um, if you want to attend the Thrift Crawl, tickets go on sale on July 5th, so follow Anna and the Thrift Crawl using the links in the show notes. And if you have a dream business that you want to make into a reality, let's book a 15-minute consultation to see how we can get you there. You can find the link to do this and more at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. All of my contact information is located in the show notes as well. Also, if you'd like to advertise your business on my podcast, I run one-week promo spots for $5. Email me at nplconsultingfirm at gmail.com for details.